City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. All sides are still trying to, you know, work on what they've been working on over the summer. And, mm. and by the end of the game, both sides looked exhausted, both Carlton and Richmond, which is, you can expect that being round one. The, the intensity certainly goes up another couple of notches and, and it is hard to, to train that, that sort of intensity. But no, I, I was impressed, uh, especially with Cripps not having the dominant impact that mm. we're, we're used to seeing him have. And, you know, guys like uh, Kewitt, really stood up and uh, he's a really underrated player yeah. is, is George Hewitt so uh, he, he was fantastic in and around the stoppages uh, had close to 30 touches I think and, and won a lot of clearances um, Doherty was was really good again off of half back um, McGovern showed some good signs as well mm. um, did drop a couple of marks, but, you know, found himself in, in really good spots. And um, and Lewis Young was another one who, yeah. who stood up in defence. Yeah. I think he had 20-odd touches, uh, and half of them were, were intercept marks. So it looks like he's really matured over the over the summer and, and has taken his game to another level. And, and he'll be important working with Rook Weedering uh, yeah. over the, over the, the, the year. So, um, yeah, I, I, there were a, a lot of good signs that uh, that I liked out of Carlton's game. Yeah, they've got the stars. You know, they went and got Adam Chera and obviously they got Cripps, but it looks like the role players like George Hewitt and uh, like Lewis Young are stepping up and just to fill that, you know, those bottom four or five players that, well, not George Hewitt, but, you know, they say... The last four or five on the team uh, can help you get across the line. That's certainly how it looks for Carlton, who, to me, look finals bound. What do we do about this uh, draw situation, Gibber? Do you like a draw or should we keep it? Oh, it's, a, it's an interesting one and it sparks <laughs> the debate again, obviously, yeah. having, a, having a draw on Thursday night. I mean... The players looked exhausted too yeah. at the end of the game. So to mentally <laughs> to, to back up and, and go another, you know, five minutes each way to get a result, um, you know, it'd be it'd be good to get a result. But I don't know. I, I was sort of thinking it would be good to to go to extra time. But yeah. then I sort of thought about it a little bit more, and I think as it sits, I would keep I would keep a draw as it in is place for the year. Obviously, finals yeah. different story. Um, and it changes then, but yeah, I think it just adds a bit more, bit more theatre to theater. it. Yeah, we've reversed places because last year when we spoke about yeah, this, I have. was for the draw. Now I, I think there's got to be a result, and I know we spoke um, intimately about this last year about how we can resolve the draw. Now there's obviously the idea that we touched on where you get the two ruckmen, bring them into the ground after the game. Spin them round in uh, <laughs> circles. They have one shot each, and then they have to sprint to the line. First ruckman to get there wins the game. Uh, and the second method I've thought of is you get the two smallest blokes from each side. So that would be you? Yeah, that would be yep. me. Or say Caleb Daniel or Rory Laird from Adelaide. Put the helmets on them, place them in a cannon... And it's a shot for goals, okay? So you take three shots from different angles, you fire the two smallest blokes at the goals, and then that can resolve anything to do with the draw. Don't, well, don't need why, extra time. That's why we love you, Tommy. You're thinking outside the, outside yeah. the box. 
outside the square. Hey, we've got a uh, huge show coming up, and I have to must say first, we're here for City Discount Tyres. City Discount Tyres, SUV tyres are on right now. We're broadcasting live from Harbour Town Shopping Centre. Come down and say hello and get yourself a bargain. This is the best place if you need to get jeans, Bryce. I found just if you're a man and you don't know how to buy pants, come to Harbour Town. They will help you get some pants. That's on. the spot. Plenty That's of variety. Spot. Yeah, tight jeans or boot cut. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of options down here. Yeah, and yeah. we are we are located down on the uh, southern end, Tommy, where we yeah. were a couple of weeks ago. So come down, check yeah. us out, say good day. And Audi Solitaire have plonked a beautiful vehicle next to us that you want to check out. You want to get one. It's the Audi Q5. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit audisolitaire.com.au. Bryce, today we are going to preview. Port Adelaide and the Crows games against uh, Brisbane and, and GWS, respectively, where they'll be won and lost. I think the selection of both these uh, sides make a bit of a statement, more so with the Crows, about where they're kind of moving with their team. The Chase Jones, Ned McHenry's, the Lockie Murphys have just fallen a little bit out of favour. It seems like they're becoming more your depth players and they're really settling in on, on Luke Pedler up forwards. Obviously, Isaac Rankin coming in as well. Yes, uh, there has been a little bit of a changing of the guard there, but uh, we'll, we'll dive into into their game shortly. Mm. Uh, we'll obviously touch on last night's game as well, uh, another yeah. cracking game of footy, plenty of fallout with injuries and, and the turf. Uh, Chris Scott spoke after the game about that, but we'll touch on that soon. Um, we've got Daniel Norton from Port Adelaide popping in yes. live on site as well. He's to, our inside mole. To talk about uh, the Port-Brisbane game, which kicks off uh, in the t- twilight time slot today, Tommy. So okay. obviously big game for, for both clubs there. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Brisbane obviously want to start their uh, campaign off strong and, and Port obviously with their poor start last year. Yeah. Ken Hinckley out of contract this year. They want to start the season off strongly as well and, and who have got to host the new faces with new recruits as totally. well across both sides. And the meaning behind round one, I mean, it's so vital for Port and Brisbane and in all the games to come away with a win. It feels like it's just got so much more importance than any old game like round 11, whether you win or lose. The fallout is much bigger with the media and the judgment. And I want to delve into your mind, Bryce, about uh, what your mentality is going into round one and the pressure you feel. Because I found a conversation that Brendan Sanderson had with Jared Waitley uh, fascinating. They do this segment called Strategy and if you haven't heard it, listen. It happens every Thursday. Get your ears around that. But we're going to talk about that up next, Bryce. And we are here again, of course, for Audi Solitaire. The Solitaire Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit solitaireaudi.com.au. And we want to hear from you guys on the text line 0427154166. Should the draw be scrapped? Let us know your strategy. Should we be firing the smallest players in the side <laughs> out of a cannon with helmets on uh, to see where they will land closest to the goal line? Could that resolve a draw? Or do you have another approach? We're also powered by Lumo Energy SA. SEN SA's Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street is powered by Lumo Energy SA. Bryce will be up next with a bit of your insight in Tell Me Bryce. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. 
This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning to everyone this morning on the 18th of March. Uh, a little bit overcast this morning, but it's going to be fine. Top mm. of 27 today. We're coming to you live from Harbour Town. We're down the southern end today. So if you're popping into the shops earlier this morning, come down, say good day. Uh, and we're here thanks to Audi Solitaire. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit audisolitaire.com.au. Tommy, it's time for this. Tell me Bryce, tell me sweet little Bryce. Pretty sick of talking about it, to be honest. Tell me Bryce. Oh, yes, I look forward to this uh, each and every week or when we can get to it. Now, Bryce, what interested me during the week is Jared Waitley and Brenton Sanderson. They do this chat on strategy and it is unmissable radio. Brenton Sanderson is so good at giving you an insight on how he motivates people and the strategies behind it. It's a, it's a really in-depth... Um, it's the sort of segment that doesn't insult the intelligence of the listeners, I would say. It's just really smart and uh, fascinating stuff. Now, round one is different, because, different to every other round because if you win, it feels bigger than any old win like in round 11. If you lose, it's not like losing in the middle of the year. It's the pressure and the, the media kind of interpret what they will and make up what they will. Um, here's what Sando said about coaches going into round one. So there'll be a lot of sleepless nights this week for um, for our senior coaches. It's just the pressure of winning. There's there's the expectations, of course, throughout the summer and, um, you know, the supporters, the sponsors. But with that comes a bit of stress and panic, I think, sometimes too, for coaches. So there's a lot of mental exhaustion. There we go. <laughs> just stopped slightly short there. Bryce, do you feel that uh, exhaustion or pressure going into round one any any differently? Are you t- the type of guy who might have an anxious sleep? You know, you set out for eight or nine hours and you, know, you might only sleep for three hours. Yeah, it, it's a great question. And I can certainly understand where Sando is coming from there from a mm. coaching point of view. But from, from a player's point of view, oh, there's no doubt. Mm. Yeah, the, the nerves start to, to kick in a lot closer to the game or as the days go on mm. leading into the game, you, you start thinking about it a little bit more. And, and sometimes the trap that players can come into is, is playing the game in their heads yes. before it already happens. Totally. So that can that, that can obviously be one of two things. Very fatiguing. You're obviously overthinking things and, and might be losing some sleep. You yeah. know, obviously hoping to play a good game or hoping the team the team does really well and gets off to a good start to the year and uh, you, you can sometimes overthink things and, and what probably makes it different for, from a round one point of view it, mm. it's been such a long build up so you think of the teams that haven't played in the finals you know, they've, been, they've been finished since what August, end mm. of August uh, obviously they've played some pre-season games but we, we know these days those games are a little bit airy-fairy they, they sort of don't yeah. have the same sort of meaning as, as they once did but uh, obviously it's, so it's been just such a long build up mm. from, from playing competitive footy, everyone starts on the same slate again um, and, and you want to start the year off well I mean you, you've been working over pre-season on your fitness so you've been putting in huge amount of hours in terms of your training your prep physically obviously we know the mental side of the game's gone to another level with, with mindfulness and, and mm. you know getting your, your head right 
in, in, a, in a really good headspace away from the club and away from the game to, to help you perform as well. And, uh, you know, you're obviously working on a new game style or adding things to, to your game plan. And uh, a, lot, a lot goes into it mm. in the summer. So by the time round one kicks off, you, you want to... Sometimes you do question, am I ready to go? Have yeah. I done enough work? Have I done too much work where's it going to sit obviously teams are going to improve around you as well so there is a little bit of anxiety that that comes with that Uh, and some players I mean I I certainly got better as the years Mm. went on and the more experience you have you you learn to to deal with those pressures and and anxious moments uh, a lot better than than at the start of your career but um, yeah I mean it's just the build-up yeah. The build-up is, is different. And then if you you come away having a poor performance, it can deflate <laughs> you as well yeah. from, a, from a team performance or, or an individual, individual uh, perspective as well. And then people like us will just analyse the crap out of you and try and, uh, you know, interpret what, what it all means and what it all says. But I can definitely empathise with that now in my very short time playing school footy and club footy, Bryce. I used to... Uh, fantasize and play out all the different plays that could happen and some mornings I would arrive and I'd been thinking about it all night all morning and just become absolutely exhausted and I remember Josh Jenkins speaking about that with the Crows 2017 grand final by the time he got out there he was just rooted but Brendan Sanderson then went on to speak about uh, how, how that pressure plays out when there's winners and losers, but how he tries to keep it level analysing the performance versus the outcome, Jace. A performance that doesn't marry up with all of the work and the planning, that would actually be what would be really troubling. Spot on, Jared. And I've, I've had those conversations with players after a win that I've said to the playing group, I'm disappointed in how we played today. We were lucky to get a win. And I've had other games where we've, we've lost... And I've come in and said to the players, oh, I'm so proud of our efforts and our intensity today. We didn't, get the, we didn't get the win, but if we keep playing that way for the rest of the season, we're going to win more games than we lose. Did you ever have a coach who uh, maybe overreacted a little bit after round one and tried to overcorrect a- anything? Yeah, I mean, I've, ha- I've had a few coaches <laughs> over the journey, Tommy, so I've seen a, a good range of, mm. of coaching styles and, and how coaches go about it. And certainly some are have been better at it than others. Some coaches can get very emotional and yeah. get caught up in the moment and, and react a little bit differently to how they normally would after knowing yep. a bit more information or watching the game on replay again and, and sort of seeing it uh, a little bit differently. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, the good coaches can put it into perspective really quickly like that. Have a bit more equilibrium. It's mm. not always as good as what it seems and it's never as bad as what it seems. Yeah, was Keeping Don that Pike, level, level playing field. Don Pike like that, he seemed very kind of pragmatic. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's emotional too. Yeah. Especially on game day, whether you're a coach, a player, a supporter. Mm. So sometimes... It's best just to not say anything at all, just yet, really. <laughs> if you can't say like, something nice, don't well, but, say anything But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you could overreact to something that it's actually hasn't quite played out that way or you might mm. under-react react <laughs> and where, you know, so there's, there's certainly, it is an art. 
Tommy. And and the, the good coaches can can see that mm. early and, and get that message across, uh, especially after a really good performance or, or a poor performance. That's some great insight, Gibber. And someone who's very pragmatic after games, always, even if he's uh, coming across a little bit prickly, is Chris Scott. And uh, he spoke last night after Geelong's loss to Collingwood. Yeah, so just, again, I'm, I'm relaying this. I've got an opinion that I'm going to keep to myself, but the issue is that there are differences on the ground now. Some bits that are really firm um, and you can keep your feet and other bits that are really soft and you can't keep your feet. Um, and I guess, like, the point that is raised, you know, and again, it's not a criticism, it's not my area, but it's been a long time since the grand final. It's the biggest game in the land and... It's the best ground in the world, in my view. Um, so to compromise the surface is a strange decision to make voluntarily. Like if stuff happens and you know the weather's beyond your control, fair enough. But it was a an own goal, I reckon. That's so funny because he kept going. Look, I'm not going to give my opinion. I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. But my opinion is that was awful. That they had differing. Uh, hardness of the grass because obviously the Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran's been touring and he's been more important than football over the summer. He's <laughs> so been rooting all the grounds up across <laughs> the uh, the the countryside. I think um, he's been doing more than the grounds. And the uh, <laughs> or the Adelaide Oval has obviously been in question as yeah, well this yeah, week, yeah. leading into to round one as well. But I mean. When you lose a, a couple of your star players, to yes. uh, innocuous. Injuries. Incidences that happen with no contact around them. I mean, mm. Tom Stewart goes off early with a leg injury in the game. We know all know how important Tom Stewart is yeah. to, to that side. And, and they, they find themselves 20 points up during the game. If they've got him, do they end up losing that game? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. Uh, obviously, De Koning as well, just back backpedalling and then just looks like he was shot from a sniper rifle <laughs> yeah. up in the stands. Like, And you do. You do have to ask the question. I mean, it, Absolutely. Uh, without being out on the GM walking and, and feeling the surface myself, I mean, you, you compare it even to the night before on Thursday night. We didn't have any issues. We didn't have any players go down um, randomly or, or have any issues with the surface yet. Yep. We see uh, a couple of incidents last night. So, um, I mean, Chris Scott has every right to, to question that. I mean, when it happens to your players, you, you want to stick up for your players. And, and when it's happening to your, especially your stars, uh, it probably hurts a little bit more so as well. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the fallout from that and, and if the AFL make comment. But they were pretty adamant that the ground was cherry ripe and there was, there was no issues with the surface. Mm. Uh, and it will be interesting to see how the Adelaide Ovals come up this afternoon when uh, the Port Brisbane game kicks off at about four o'clock. Absolutely, and it's going to be a fantastic call from the SEN call team down there for Port and Brisbane. Um, the awful Get part of last, God, the awful part of uh, last night's game was, of course, the injuries with Jeremy Howe as well. That was quite sickening. Um, we heard from Craig McRae, uh, particularly about the third quarter last night. Here's what he had to say. What did you say to the guys at three-quarter time, Craig? Oh, look, I just, it was an interesting part of the game, that third yeah. quarter, because I felt we we had control of the game, all the numbers would suggest that, but you know, they just kept getting goals, you know, and kicking straight and opportunities through sort of, you know, varying ways to score, but we, we just had to hang in there. And um, I felt, if you look at the trend of the game, that we tended 
to run better within the quarters. And um, I just know we've done a lot of work. You know, we're um, credit to Jared Wade, our fitness head of high performance, our fitness team. We've done an enormous amount of work. So I knew we had to run in our legs. Yeah, we just had to get to work. Yes, Tommy, the, the come-from-behind pies have done it again, God. and we might uh, deep dive into that game after we have a break here. But we're here this morning at Harbour Town down the southern end, so if you're shopping this morning, come down and say day. We're here for Audi Solitaire. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit mm. audisolitaire.com.au. And for City Discount Tyres, City Discount Tyres SUV tyre deal on now, Tommy. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yes, good morning. Welcome along to your Saturday. We've got a bit of an overcast day ahead, but footy season is upon us and we're both excited. We are here, of course, for our good friends at Audi Solitaire. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit audisolitaire.com.au. And we have on the line right now uh, Audi Solitaire sales consultant Sam McCall is having a chat with us. It's so exciting to talk to you, Sam. How are you going? Yeah, good morning, boys. Happy Saturday. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Now, um, this weekend, Audi Solitaire are having a massive demonstrator clearance across most models, uh, savings of thousands, but only until 5 p.m. today. So tell us about that, mate. What have you got? That's correct, mate. So, uh, yeah, Audi, in their, in their wisdom, have thrown uh, a bit of financial support behind us for this weekend. So we've got a 48-hour uh, sale event on. So as, as you mentioned, mate, there's uh, thousands of dollars in savings across a big range of our demonstrator vehicles, uh, as well as some financial support behind some of our new vehicles. So, Sammy, we've got one of the Q5s uh, down here at Harbour Town at the front uh, of where we're broadcasting this morning. Geez, they look sharp. They, they look like a very <laughs> yeah. good car, and I can see myself driving one. Can you tell us a bit about the range and, and what the, the Audi Q5 can produce out on the roads? Yeah, absolutely, mate. So, yeah, the Q5 has always been one of our most popular models, I guess, for its um, its practicality and versatility. It's not a it's not a big SUV, but it still gives you everything you could possibly want for the type of driving that, that Australians do, whether it be long distance or, or your short city drives. Um, Two-litre, four-cylinder engine available in both mm. diesel and petrol variants. I think the one you guys have got there is the all-new uh, Q5 Sportback, which, is, as you said, is a very sharp-looking car. Um, so two, two model types available in the range there. Um, and, yeah, it ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. Yeah, it looks like a great uh, sort of adventure car as well if you want to take the family camping uh, or zoom through the city. Now, we've seen you guys have been recognised with a major Metropolitan Dealer of the Year award. So clearly you're doing some good things for your customers. How, how does that feel to be recognised like that? Oh, absolutely unreal. So, uh, yeah, we were very fortunate enough on Wednesday night to take out the uh, major Metropolitan Dealer of the Year, which is a nationwide, uh, obviously, uh, award, uh, which incorporates the not just the sales team here, but also the hard work that our service and parts department do, our marketing departments, uh, the aftercare, everyone together. So it's a real team effort, uh, everyone coming together for the, for the common good. And, uh, yeah, we beat out some really, really big players to, to take out that award mm. on Wednesday. So we're all riding high right now. It's an incredible achievement for us. Um, you know, we're a fairly small team here, but very close-knit unit. Um, so, yeah, we're all, we're all pretty chuffed. 
Finally, Sammy, in, re- in regards to that, run us through how you look after a customer. So say we walk through the door uh, in uh, Audi Solitaire. What's the first thing you do? Oh, you greet it with a smile every time. We're all very, very nice, nice guys here. Um, smile and a handshake, trying to find out a bit more about you as a customer, what your needs are, what kind of vehicle you're interested in, um, what you're using the vehicle for, and then I guess trying to get get it down to the finer points, like what features would you like on the car, what's important to you. Then obviously test drives. We've got a big range of vehicles Mm. here in the showroom to test drive. We're quite fortunate that our stock levels are are very good. Uh, We have stock readily available, so a customer can come in and essentially look at a multitude of different options, narrow it down to the finer points of what they want, take it for a drive, and then we can work out uh, something attractive for them on paper. Uh, thank you so much, Sam. That's Sam Carl from Audi Solitaire giving us some fantastic insight on uh, the sale they've got going on today. It's ending at 5 p.m., so you want to get down there, and they are going to look after you with something beautiful like the Audi Q5 sitting right next to us. We are broadcasting from Harbortown. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs. Up next, we are going to preview the Adelaide v GWS game and take a look at last night's game as well, Collingwood and Geelong, Bryce Gibbs. But we've got to get to a break first. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Noble bangs it in long. Majacek up, knocked out of his grasp. Josh Dacos has it inboard to Adams. It is a win of the highest quality and it tells you everything you need to know about Collingwood in season 2023. They roll the reigning premiers for the final quarter onslaught. 22 point winners at the close. God help us all, Collingwood are up and about. Uh, gee whiz, that was a great game to watch. Once again, a cracking game. Uh, but the carnage, geez, that's a part of the game we, we don't like. Jeremy Howe with a broken arm landing uh, in that clash with Stengel. Stengel entered a concussion protocol. Tom Stewart, knee injury. And Sam DeCohen got uh, sh- shot by a sniper at some stage in there. Yeah, he did. There's going to be a few <laughs> sore boys this morning. There's no doubt about that after a physical and, and gut-running performance from both sides. But... Uh, just the pies come from behind mm. again. I mean, there were probably a couple of moments in that game last night. You thought, oh, Geelong have just steadied here. They've got out to you know a three or four goal lead. Yeah, they might just go on with it here. But the the pies just just don't die wondering, do they? They just no. keep attacking it. They keep running in waves, and and they're a bit like Richmond when they get that sort of rebound run, kamikaze yeah. type handball chain, um, kick the ball forward, and with a bit of chaos, not not a whole heap of you know, plan it looks like but yeah. it just seems to work and and they look very very dangerous when they do it and I mean a, a lot of people predicted or, or tipped that that Collingwood might be that that team this year to, to Slip, slide yes. a little bit because they played in so many close games and, and won those close games that uh, was it going to be sustainable again this year but I mean after last night's performance uh, they're going to be they're going to be in and, in and around the mark again you would have thought Talking of big round one judgments, after seeing that, I, I think Collingwood are the real deal this year. They, they're going to be playing finals for sure. Uh, take that to the bank after 
uh, round one judgment. It is round one, <laughs> Tommy. It is. We all get a little bit excited after round one. But I mean, they 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 knew what they needed to to clear mm. up in in terms of I think clearances and their stoppage work, their contested possession numbers mm. were a little bit down last year. So what do they do? They obviously identify that area yeah. of the game. They go out and get Tommy a guy who's absolutely. The, one of the best in the competition when it comes to being clean around stoppages, yeah. first possession, clearance type, contested numbers in Tom Mitchell, like you said. And, and I think he's been told, we don't need you to have 40, 50 touches like you have in the past. Have your 20, 25, like he did on the weekend. He yeah. has 11 clearances. Yes. Half of them are, are contested possessions and, and they, they smacked them up around the, the ball, the yeah. pies. Uh, so if, if they're going to add that as a strength to their game this year... I tell you what, look out. Yeah, plus he got a couple of goals, which was an incredible start. Dream debut for the Pies from Tom Mitchell. I thought Collingwood's ball movement was very impressive at times, just sharp. And those two Dacos boys are great connectors. I think they're brothers. They, I, t- I tell you what, the Pies fans were probably hoping that the Dacos family had more boys in, in their family <laughs> because, they, geez, they can play both um, – you know, obviously in All-Australian contention last yeah. year that, that missed out and they've, they've started off in electric, electric form this year. I mean, geez, they yeah. use the ball so well. Yes. They're so composed. They're, they just always seem to be a step ahead of their opponent. And uh, if you're going to let those two boys run freely when you play against them, look mm. out because they're going to chop you up. So I think they might get a bit more attention as the years go on, but or as the year goes on, mm. mind you. But, yeah, they, they both had electrifying games. Yeah, precision passing. Uh, Nick Dacos uh, is just so quick in the mind. And if you – I mean, I've been told before, Bryce, in radio not to talk about AFL fantasy, but um, that was commercial radio. So I think sporting radio, this is going <laughs> to okay. be okay. But Nick Dacos, one for your dream team because he's just accumulating. Now, Bryce – the Crows, they're taking on GWS in uh, Sydney. So the team for mine, as it came out, I thought it made a, a bit of a statement about some of the players that they're really going to be... It feels like this is the team Adelaide are wanting to go with predominantly for the year, if they can. And uh, it, it seems like Chase Jones, Ned McHenry and uh, Lockie Murphy, who I'm, I'm not sure on their contract situations, but it's going to be interesting where they end up uh, this year and possibly next year if they leave. Yeah, the, it's interesting. And yeah, they have settled on this sort of lineup. I mean, you get a guy like Wayne Malira back as well. So he, he probably pushes the, the Chase Jones out from half back where, where he was playing. And we yeah. all know the quality of Wayne Malira. He's obviously had a, a few injuries over the last couple of years and, and has been down on form mm. that we know he's capable of. And he's obviously had a big preseason. And so, so he's one that, that comes into that, that sort of position. I mean, you obviously got Rankin coming in. He's going to debut yep. uh, for the Crows this week. Max Michelini, yes, the, the, the first father-son for the Adelaide Crows, pick 17 in, in last year's draft. Uh, he, get, he debuts. So uh, these sort of kids are, are starting to come on now. Obviously, we spoke about Luke Pedler. He's had a big preseason, mm-hmm. a, another first-round pick uh, who's looking to have a big year. So, uh, yes, yeah, some guys um, are starting to put their hands up and, and 
as you said, taking over some of these these spots and positions that um, a lot of their, their depth sort of players were, have been holding on to for the last couple of years. Mind you, Chase Jones, I reckon, is an if he's going to be a depth player, he's an excellent depth player because he's very hard at the ball, runs in straight lines. Uh, now, to the game itself, uh, something that in, interests me is GWS's key defenders. Now, they've got Sam Taylor, who's an excellent player, excellent key defender, so he's going to take... Tex or Fog, Adelaide's most dangerous forwards. Then the other two are Connor Iden, who's kind of like a third tall player, and Lek Alia, who's hugely talented, plucked out of the SANFL last year, uh, but he's, he's got four games to his name, so we're not sure how they're going to handle Tex, Fogg, Himmelberg and McAdam. In my mind, one of those guys is going to get off the chain. Yeah, well, it's going to be—it's going to come down to probably a battle of the midfield, isn't it? The, yeah. The, the GWS midfielder want to want to get on top, so that cuts the supply of the Adelaide forwards if the mm. if the Adelaide midfielder are going to be on top. But we know that's one of the Adelaide Crows' strengths is their midfield, and and they're really hard to play against. We, yeah. we know their their tackling numbers and their contested numbers are going to be through the roof. So uh, that's obviously going to be we've already seen that in in the pre-season games that they've played and I think it's going to be they still have some stars in there GWS yeah they've got Kelly Tom Green still a very good player Cornelio Um, yep so Matty Nix had uh, something to say on GWS's midfield you know we've got to ensure we focus on what we've got to do but have a you know a real respect for our opposition and and look to really counter what it is, you know, their weapons. You look at their, their forward line again, they've got an amazing forward line, Toby, led by Toby Green, and he's super dangerous. And then, well, their midfield, um, they were up and firing last week. And that's probably the, that what, that's what let us down the last two times we played against them. We, we're not going to go back and look at too much of that. Um, you know, we want to stay in a really confident headspace, but we'll definitely yeah. have some uh, plans in place for countering what they're going to bring. Yeah, so Adelaide's midfield has been renowned as sort of working class, but I think this year they're going to make some progression there with Harry Schoenberg, a little bit classy, and Saligo, obviously, as well. Very nice by foot, going to cut them up. Um, The other thing I was going to touch on, yeah, so where where do you think these players are going to end up in Ned McHenry, Chase Jones, uh, Lockie Murphy? Do you think they've got something to worry about as far as contractually? Oh, it's very early in the season, Tommy, and and I mean, for for a team to have a successful year, you, you need you're not just relying on your best twenty two. You, mm. you need your squad of, you know, thirty to thirty five players that that when injuries happen, and they're going to get injuries at some stage, guys are going to be in and out of form. So when guys come in, like if you don't get a spot in round one, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. The, some of these guys will get their opportunity at some stage, but as long as they can stay focused and be ready to go when that opportunity comes. Mm. Um, yeah, their, their careers, are, by all means, not not done and dusted because you don't play a round one. Although sometimes, as a we player, to make judgments. you do think <laughs> that oh, I'm not in the round one side. That's that's my year done and dusted. But yeah. um, we we all know footy's a funny game and, and things can change quickly. So yeah, the narr- it's a long year. Like the narratives change exactly drastically. Exactly. So yeah, they'll they'll obviously be disappointed not to to crack the round one side, but uh, as long as they stay ready, 
keep playing well in this handful, uh, they'll they'll get some opportunity throughout the year. Yeah, well, one guy I'm worried about in in a positive way. I mean, is Lockie Gollant because he is AFL standard. He takes a great grab, and I think there's a place for him in Adelaide's side. Uh, so I, I'd love to see him playing at some stage. Of course, there's the whole Riley Tilthorpe conversation. We might touch on that a little bit later in the show, actually. Uh, Bryce, we are here for Audi Solitaire. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity. It's a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit audisolitaire.com.au. And City Discount Tires, City Discount Tires SUV tire sales are on now. We're powered by Lumo Energy, SENSA's. Studio Lumo SA is at 1 King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. We're at Harbour Town. Come visit us. We're down the southern end of the mall. Bryce is giving away free hugs. So if you come within five metres of our tent, uh, Bryce will be hopping up. He's giving away free hugs, and that is worth its weight in gold these days because uh, sometimes you can be emotionally reticent, Bryce. Yeah, and I'm a very good hugger, <laughs> just to put it yeah. out there as well. Yeah. So, Tommy, still a big show coming up. Uh, I've got question time yes. this week. I'm going to throw a few questions your way. Uh, I hear there's a, a song potentially on the horizon too. Yes. Uh, it's got a bit of a Ken Hinckley theme about yes. it. Uh, we've got a bit of a sports wrap. We've got an interview with Daniel Norton as well from the Port Adelaide Football Club. So plenty more to talk about. Oh, speaking of the man, he's walked in. But yes. uh, we're not quite ready for him yet. But, but uh, we'll get back to him after the break. 9.23, overcast today. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Footy's back. How exciting Bryce Gibbs. We saw on Thursday night an excellent game between uh, Carlton and Richmond. Richmond are definitely going to be back up roundabouts. Looked like two final sides, but it was a draw. We've been coming up with some various solutions uh, to fixing this draw. The, one of them was we bring the two ruckmen into the centre of the ground at the middle of the game, spin them around in circles, uh, give them a shot of bourbon and then <laughs> have them run, sprint to the goal line. First one there wins the game. The other uh, solution we had was get the two smallest players into the middle of the ground, load them into a cannon. So you've got Caleb Daniel or Rory Laird. Um, it, has to, it needs to be a powerful cannon, but they're wearing helmets, of course, Bryce. Okay, so it's safety, safety, <laughs> safety prioritised. Yeah. So um, and and we just fire them at goals, and whoever gets closest to the goal wins the game. Now we've had a couple of texts coming in. One for, I like in particular from Max. I'm voting for the cannon option. Adds a little spark. Would be a good finale to the game. Thank you, Max. Yeah, a bit of post-game entertainment uh, mixed in with it. So you said we've come up with a couple of ideas. I think yeah. you've come up with a couple of creative <laughs> ideas, which is fine, Tommy. You, you, you're good for that. You're good. Just think outside the square, outside yeah. the box. That's what we need. Attaching you to my solutions. But uh, let us know on 0427154166 if you have a solution for the draw. Do you hate the draw? Do you love the draw? Uh, let us know what are your thoughts on the first two games of the round. They've been incredible viewing, in my opinion. Uh, Gibsy, what have we got coming up next? Uh, still a big show to come, Tommy. I'm going to ask you some questions in Ooh. question time this week, and we've got another song. This one's dedicated to Ken Hinckley. But yeah, first, yeah. we've got the news. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. 
Good morning. Welcome along. It's a beautiful day up ahead, although looking quite overcast where we're at right now in Harbour Town. Uh, it's going to clear up to a top of 29 degrees. A fantastic, oh, a little bit too hot for playing weather, is it, Bryce? Are you going to have some overheating players at the Port Adelaide Brizzy game? Uh, potentially. The Panthers are playing before that game first, ah, right. Tommy, out at the Ponderosa. So big deck <laughs> out there yeah. at Elizabeth. So uh, they're going to be a few tired boys. Are you no playing doubt, today? In this weather. Uh, no, I'm not playing today. Just having a little rest. A little, been a bit, a little bit sore yeah. in uh, my old age. So uh, I'm just going to save it for round one, I think. Okay. Uh, look, we've got plenty coming up in the show today. We've got our inside mole, Daniel, Daniel Norton from Port Adelaide. He's going to be chatting inside to us. Mole. He's uh, going to be revealing a little bit more about what's going on with Travis Boak. And uh, we've also got all our sports rap going along all around the world. Now, Gibber, it's time for question time. I asked the Prime Minister, if you are so confident about your view of fight back, why won't you call an early election? The answer is, Mike, Mike, because I want to do you slowly. Yes, Tommy, it is question time and it's a a time of the show where we can ask each other some questions Mm. to, you know, delve into each other a little bit more and uh, show the listeners some of our personality and (laughs) what we think and what we don't. So I'm up this week. I'm asking you five questions. Yes. So let's get straight into it. So Tom, your bucket list, what's on it and what haven't you ticked off yet? Right, bucket list. Uh, I've, so, my one thing I haven't ticked off my bucket list, and it is this is the one that is at the very top of it. I've never gone to America and done one of those sporting holidays. I, I want to go to America, see the NBA, see the baseball, uh, attend a, a UFC fight in, in Las Vegas, do all of those sporting dream things. And then I also want to head it on down south, down to uh, the southern part of America and, and play in some of those bars. You know, I, I like to perform, uh, you know, in Australia I've done some good, uh, some okay crowds. I'd like to just perform in a few dive music bars down, down south in America. I could really see you dressed up as like a cowboy, cowboy. in your boots and your partner Cobra hat on and just jamming away on the guitar. And give me a gun as well. <laughs> just have one strap. I just go, all i got to walk into is a Walmart over there and um, they'll hand you one. But uh, have, you, have you ever been on one of those sort of sporting type holidays in America, Gibber? Uh, yeah, been lucky enough to travel to the States a few times Ooh. and have, uh, yeah, been to the basketball, the the baseball, uh, out at the Bronx there for a Yankees game, which was right. really cool. But one that you have to check out, the ice hockey. That's yeah. uh, very underrated and very entertaining and violent. to watch live. So uh, you might have to add that one. But a very good one to tick off there, Tommy. So hopefully you can tick that off soon. Uh, yes, I've got please. a... F- a couple of footy questions here for you now. Yeah. Uh, so the Crows play GWS tomorrow. Mm. What is your certainty that will happen in that game? My certainty. Okay, my certainty, I think, for the Adelaide GWS game, looking at GWS's defence with Sam Taylor, who is an excellent back. So he's going to tie down one of Fogarty or Tex, probably, one of our most dangerous forwards. But then we've still got uh, McAdam, Elliot Himmelberg, you obviously got Fogg, Tex, uh, Rankin as well. 
uh, my certainty is that one of those tall guys, including McAdam, probably McAdam actually, one of them is going to get off the chain. That I don't think GWS's defence can handle all of them. One of those guys is going to get off the chain for sure. All right. Off the chain, how many? Are we talking five plus goals? I'm saying three or four. Three or four. Okay. Yeah. So semi off the chain. Semi. With a semi. Off the chain. A semi chain. All yeah. right. Uh, and obviously Port's kickstart their, okay. pre, uh, their game against Brisbane in the Twilight matchup this week. What's your certainty for that game? My, my certainty is that it's going to be a lot of people riding off port after what they've seen in the preseason. But, but my certainty is that that means nothing and that it's going to be a closer game. It's going to be a very close game even. I'm not sure who's going to win it. And, uh, and it's going to be tight in the midfield, obviously. Brisbane, on paper, have got a superior midfield. Uh, but my certainty is that Port are going to take it right up to Brisbane and it's going to be tight. Okay. Well, don't mind that at all. Um, obviously, you're a Crows supporter, Tommy. So yes. another football question. Okay. There's been a little bit of, uh, not controversy, but uh, a few yeah. questions asked over their, their forward line selection. And they've left Riley Philthorpe out, yeah. who is going to be a star in the making. He's going to be a very, very good player. Uh, but finds, his, finds himself outside the side and they've selected to go with Elliot Himmelberg. Mm. If you were Matty Nix, if you were the coach of the Adelaide Football Club, who would you be playing this week? Riley Tilthorpe yeah. or Elliot Himmelberg? This one is really complex and it gives me mixed feelings because I, I want them to be playing Tilthorpe as much as they can to get him to 50 games, but he's obviously got to follow a standard Matty Nix. No, nope, I want... Your opinion? Okay. Would you play? Would he, Would you just play him regardless? If it was me, I would just play him. I, I would like to get uh, those those first fifty games into Tilthorpe and also that continuity of AFL footy. Now we know with Tolls, obviously they take a little bit longer. There's Logan McDonald at Sydney who's going through quite a similar thing to Riley Tilthorpe. He's a little bit in and out, and they, I think they were taking about one or two picks uh, apart from each other in the draft. Uh, North Melbourne would be kicking themselves. They took Will Phillips over uh, Logan McDonald. But, yeah, I, I would be playing to flop. I, I would like to see him. Uh, well, if it means anything, Tommy, I certainly agree with you. I'd just yeah. uh, get the games into him. And, yeah. and the best way to learn and, and get better at your craft is, is doing it mm. against the big boys. So uh, I think he should be playing at the moment. But also playing him in ruck. Uh, you know, why not? Why can't we have both? <laughs> Tilthorpe and Himmelberg and experimenting with those two rolling through the ruck because uh, I think they're going to be putting pressure on Riley O'Brien there as well. Yep. Uh, and the last question, which is a surprise question, Tommy. Mm. I want your thoughts on why are pizzas, when you purchase a pizza, <laughs> why pizzas, why are they, why do they come in a square box? That's, why don't they come in a round box? That's an interesting one, Bryce. And having worked as a pizza boy. Are you a pizza boy? Yes, I was a pizza boy for about eight months. Wow. Making, specialising in pizza the, the pizza. Domino's. What, what are yeah, we? Uh, it was a boutique one and they were called Australian Pizza House. I think they're still kicking around on Addison Road somewhere. And uh, we had a, a boss who, uh, bless him, he's no longer with us, but he, he taught me the art of pizza making. Ah. And... Um, uh, so you, you should know the answer to this question. Uh, the funny thing is I have no idea <laughs> why they put them in a square box, but I dare say because it gives you your – just thinking uh, out loud here, it gives your hand space to pick up the individual slices because if it's in a perfectly confined circle, how is your hand going to slip in there underneath each slice as you pick them up? 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I can understand uh, the theory behind that. Maybe we can get a few uh, people off the text line can uh, chip in and, and help solve that one yeah. on uh, 0427 Yes, happy to cop any sponsorships as well from um, pizza places who want to feed us. We haven't had breakfast yet, so uh, that would be very nice. We're happy to support pizzas all around Adelaide, actually, Bryce Gibbs. Yeah, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, Tom. <laughs> now, uh, Bryce. Yes. Port have had uh, quite a poor preseason as far as the games are concerned. So a bit of judgment going on there. Um, what does it mean? Nobody knows as yet. We're going to find out a little bit later when they play Brisbane today. But it's Kenny's. What could be his final year of contract? And I think he's been put in an impossible position. It's where is where it's like a grand final is the pass mark. I just think it's an impossible position. It's going to be a big pressure year. For Kenny, it's been a long build-up to the season, so we've been looking forward to today's game. But So I've made a, a bit of a tribute for Port Adelaide and Ken Hinckley and the year that lies ahead for them in the form of a song. What do you think would need to take place for Ken to get an extension beyond his 11th year? They'd need to make a grand final. Looks like we made it. Rounds one is now on, my baby. Ports look like garbage. <laughs> but there's hope it's only early. They said, can't stand. He'll never make it. But just look at him holding on. Really comfortable with, with the club. They're still together, still going strong. There's a lot of disgruntled Port Adelaide fans. He's still the one, he's still the one we blame on. Everything that goes wrong. And Koshi won't commit tonight. We've taken it completely off the table until August. Kenny wants a contract. <laughs> He's sitting in no man's land. But you're still the one I kiss. Good night. I love you, Ken. I believe in you. Koshi has put you in an impossible position where only a grand final is a pass mark? Screw that, man. If it doesn't work out, Gold Coast are waiting with a lot more money. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lyon. Oh, Back man. with a bang again. And a little editorial just yeah. into that, mixed into the song as well this we're, week. We're venturing into uh, spoken word. Spoken word poetry, which is <laughs> new territory for me. But, um, yes, best of luck this year, Ken. I, I think it's unfair the pressure he's under because he's a very, very good coach. He, and, he uh, certainly is. We could see a bit of a switch Rooney there with Gold Coast. And I tell you what, it's uh, been good to look at some people walking past and their facial expressions just as that <laughs> song was playing. They're trying to work out what, what on is earth is going, going on, on here down at the southern end of Harbour Town where we are live and interactive this morning. And we're coming to you thanks to City Discount Tyres, City Discount Tyres, SUV tyre deals on now. And Audi Solitaire, the Audi Q5, is regarded for its popularity as a mid-size luxury SUV. Visit audisolitaire.com.au. Tommy, we're going to get to a break. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. 
Oh, yes, lovely day up ahead. We're looking at a top of 29 degrees. Bryce Gibbs and I are down at Harbour Town, our good friends who are sponsoring us today. And we've got a lovely car. The Audi Q5 has been plonked right next to us. And I'm I'm uh, yeah salivating for this. I need a better car, Bryce, to I be can, honest. I can see myself driving that yeah. out of here soon. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. I haven't seen if it's open on it. I might go check Okay, the well, next break. Yeah, Bryce might be taking this car for a test drive through the shopping centre. So if you see a man who's loose in a vehicle, that is Bryce Gibbs. Avoid him at all costs. His uh, driving skills are quite poor, I've heard. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're here also for City Discount Tyres. City Discount Tyres, SUV tyre sales are on now and powered by Lumo Energy SA. SENSA Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Now, Bryce, before we had a special little tribute for Ken Hinckley. We did. In song form. There was a grab inside that song of David Kosh uh, discussing his contract situation. Here's what Kosh he had to say earlier in the week. We discussed it with Ken and we don't want any distractions uh, whatsoever during the year. We don't want every discussion and every radio interview or every press conference to to be about Kent's contract. So we've just taken it completely off the table and until August. And it allows uh, the team, uh, both the coaching staff and the playing staff, to concentrate on getting the wins and doing what they do best. And that's that's playing good footy. Very uh, straight bat from Koshi. He's a very good media performer, and uh, you know he's hoping that that will keep the heat off Ken. Well, but... I don't think it's going to. To be honest, <laughs> no. it's basically saying, "Get wins, get us to the finals." Yeah. If not, if, see you later. Gold if, Coast, you reckon, Tommy? I reckon. As you said uh, well, in, in the tribute song. If uh, now Stuart Jew is an excellent coach, but if by chance and Gold Coast have done this before, looked so promising and then fallen off a cliff in the middle of the year. I think he would actually be a great candidate for Gold Coast. Just hard, straight down the line, unify them. Um, Kenny's a, a very, very good coach. He, he certainly is, and he has been for a, a long time now. But they're facing the, the Brisbane Lions, who are, who are an excellent outfit, probably the, mm. the best list in the AFL as it sits at the moment. Yeah. And Kenny, unfortunately, is going to be with without one of his uh, his senior players, one of his veterans who is ageing and playing like a fine wine, mm. continues to dominate. Uh, here's what he had to say about Travis Boak's injury as it sits. Uh, yeah, well, he's clearly got an injury. And um, unfortunately, when, when we have initial scans when we're in Perth, Travis' scan showed up quite clear. But the reality is, um, as it's progressed and does happen with, with some structure damage at times, it, the, the fractures can appear as they, they, they settle down. It seems to be silly, but that's what's happened. And he's, he's got a slight crack in the rib, and that's, that's going to restrict him from playing this week. How long will he be out for? Uh, we don't absolutely know, but we would hope short term. So a little bit concerning there and disappointing for, mm. for Travis Boak as well. We all know he uh, is such a great player. And we've got Daniel Norton yes. coming on after 10 o'clock. So we'll quiz him and try and find out a little bit more Bryce, off of him. Have you ever broken your ribs? Uh, no. It's a very painful injury. A bit of a tangent here. I've broken my ribs before uh, in Norway. 
of all places, disembarking this ship called the Hurti Gruten. Yeah, right. And uh, the road was covered in ice. I slipped ass up and uh, cracked my rib cage on one of the curbs. And my lovely wife, Jessica, was laughing at me for two hours straight, pissing herself laughing. And then later that uh, night, we had to go to hospital and we discovered I had two broken ribs. Yeah, right. Hit the deck hard, Tommy. I hit it real hard. And the funny thing about broken ribs is you can't it's an irony because you can't laugh it hurts so bad and it's quite a funny injury because um yeah obviously slipping ass up but there's more going on in the world of sport bryce i know there's uh, been an exciting start to the afl round but it's time for our sports wrap jace this saturday scoreboard yes now uh india have overcome a scintillating spell from mitchell spark to post a Mitchell Stark, I should say, to post a five-wicket win over Australia in the series opening ODI clash in Mumbai. Australia bowled out for 188 in 35 and a half overs. God, that's not good enough. Uh, yesterday, after suffering a collapse of 8 for 59, Mitch Marsh top scored with 81 off 65 balls, but the rest of the star-studded batting lineup just failed to fire Gibber. Uh, in reply, India were in all sorts of trouble at 4 for 49. One of those pitches again in India, they, they favour the bowlers, I say. Um, 5 for 83 as well after Stark, who got 3 for 49, and Marcus Stoinis, 2 for 27, tore it up. Uh, through the top and middle order, but a 108-run stand between KL Rahul, 75 off uh, 91 balls, not out, and Ravindra Jadeja, 45 not out off 69 balls, steered India to a victory with 61 balls to spare. They would have gone bonkers over there for that. Uh, all loving it and sober. Yeah, they well. would have. I don't know. I reckon they just made too many changes. The yeah. Aussies, they, they brought in guys that uh, hadn't played for a little bit. Obviously, Alex Carey was yeah. uh, was an interesting omission. Um, but, yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how relevant as well is uh, one-day cricket going to be in a couple of years from now? It looks to me like India leading the way with uh, the 2020 format and uh, one day cricket sort of going by the wayside but we'll see Bryce. We certainly will but I tell you who are flying at the moment mm. and that's Adelaide United. Yeah. So they've turned in a five-star five performance to thrash the Wellington Phoenix in the A-League at Cooper's Stadium uh, winning 5-1 which puts the Reds clear in second spot. Six points above the Central Coast Mariners, West Sydney Wanderers and Phoenix who are all locked on uh, 31 points. The yeah. result extends Adelaide's un beaten run to 10 matches and marks the fourth time in five games they have scored four goals or more and we're about to hear them right now. Worked out by Dorigo to Clough who looked to sling it in. It's a decent call. Oh, a mistake by Oli Sale. Free kick, good win. Lovely shake to the J-Bot. It pulled away but in at the second attempt by Luka Jovanovic. Who has his second goal in the competition? I believe it's Adelaide's first quarter of the game. Here it comes. Make that three down. Lockie Bar climbed highest. What a ball. Good win. Dorigo in position. The cutback. Oh, that's wonderful football by the Reds. Hiroshi Ibasuki, I think with his first touch since coming on as a substitute, makes it 4-1. Here they go again. Goodwin with space. Still Craig Goodwin. 
Make that 5-1. The Red Skipper gets in on the scoring act. It's double figures for the season for Craig Goodwin. Yes, Adelaide United playing very nicely indeed. Now, Bryce, in the NRL, the Dolphins, the new boys on the block, have set up, set the scene for a heavyweight clash with Brisbane after continuing their perfect start to life in the NRL with a 36-20 victory over Newcastle. Wayne Bennett's men made it three from three to start their maiden season on last night. And this is a little different to how it went when the AFL brought in Gold Coast and GWS. Wayne Bennett uh, knows what he's doing here. And what they conceded was their ugliest win so far. Means uh, Friday next week, the clash, first clash between the Dolphins and the Broncos will be close to a top-of-the-table battle with Brisbane also entering this weekend unbeaten. It is staggering. Uh, yeah. This is this what is great is to this? see. They, they in a couple of their practice matches, uh, they got smashed yeah. like heavily, cop heavily defeats, yeah. uh, and they're sitting top of the NRL ladder, three from three. Uh, and you're right, Wayne Bennett. We all know he's a genius, and yeah. he has been for a very, very long time. He, he's put this new squad together, and he has got them playing some, some electrifying football. So. Um, the Dolphins, eh? I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. Is that, <laughs> is, is that, that the noise they make? I think that's the noise they make. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I, I, I want to get a fan chant of uh, all the all the fans. that You know how uh, Adelaide Crows games, <laughs> you've got the fans going, gawk, gawk. I think the new chant from the rugby fans will be the Dolphin. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh, it's just some Champions League. Quickly, please. Uh, news now. The quarterfinal yep. draw uh, has happened and a couple of cracking matchups in the quarterfinals. We have Real Madrid have drawn Chelsea. Uh, Beneficia to play mm. Inter Milan. Manchester City uh, mouthwatering clash with Bayern Munich. Uh, and AC Milan are going to play Napoli. So a couple of cracking yeah. matchups there, Tommy, to not only round out the Champions League quarterfinals, but to round out our sports update uh, for today. Very nice, Bryce Gibbs. Now, coming up next, we've got a man who's uh, just walked right in front of us, actually, in Daniel Norton now, inside Mole from uh, Port Adelaide's media department. We're going to talk all things Port Adelaide, preview their match uh, up against Brisbane this afternoon. And uh, he's going to give us a little bit more insight on Boki's injury too. Uh, we are coming to you for Lumo Energy SA, SEN SA Studio Lumo at number one King William Street is powered by Lumo Energy SA. City discount tyres, city discount tyres, SUV tyre deals are on now. And Audi Solitaire, the Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. V- visit audisolitaire.com.au. We are still live and interactive at Harbour Town. Come visit us at the southern end. Uh, hit us up as well on 0427 We want to hear your thoughts on the draw. Should we axe the draw and all things football? Uh, it's currently 10 o'clock on the dot. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. So good to be with you this morning. It's a Saturday. It's a lovely day up ahead. That cloud is going to be clearing and a top of 29 degrees. Perfect weather. Well, almost perfect if you don't want to overheat um, in the Port v Brisbane game, which is coming up later this afternoon. But right now with us, 
We've got a friend of the show. His name is Daniel Norton. Now, Daniel, I've been calling you the mole, uh, our, <laughs> our insider at Port Adelaide, but what's your official role? Well, I'm general manager of football communications, football yeah. media communications. So, uh, no, the mole, um, I'm not sure how to take the mole, but I am a friend of the, the, the station now. Yeah. I mean, this is the second time that... Uh, you and Bryce and Jace have had me on, so I thought I'd come down yeah. and see what the setup's like. This is fantastic. Yes, it's so good to ha- have you down with us. Now, um, the game day experience is always a special one for Port Adelaide. I, I really love going along to the, the Port games. And um, it's, is this the first round one game that you've had in quite a while at home? It is, Tom. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, one of the nuances of the draw, I guess. This yeah. is the first home game, season opener, since 2018. I think we played Fremantle back then and, and had a good win, so hopefully we can repeat the, the score today. But, yeah, five years is the first time. So there is, there is a, a, a renewed sense of energy when you can mm. open your year at home in front of your, clearly your home crowd and, uh, and your, you know, your, your, your own game day rituals come back again to kickstart the season. Of course, never tear us apart. Yes. Ticket sales are going really well as well. Yeah. We're, we're expecting a crowd of, you know, uh, in the vicinity of sort of 33,000, 34,000, which is great. Mm. Tickets still available, by the way, uh, either online through Ticketek or on the club website, or you can walk up at the gate as well and get tickets. So we are absolutely pumped. We can't wait. Nice. No, it's obviously talking about those rituals, the, the Never Tear Us Apart. It's obviously fantastic. And I'm a Liverpool supporter, so yep. the, the never, you never walk alone yes. theme, I, it is something that I have envied Port doing. But another ritual that uh, a lot of Port fans have been asking for, if it's going to be back this year, and that's the Port's version of the perfect match. Can, we, can, oh. you, can you confirm if that's back on the cards this year? The perfect pair. The perfect yes. pair. Yes, yes, Sorry. yes absolutely. Uh, as far as I know, it will be back. It's, okay. uh, it's one of those game day experiences that the fans do love. It's at three-quarter time, so yep. the perfect pair. Uh, love it. You know, if we can find any Port Adelaide supporters that are um, that can find romance okay. uh, and you know connect over football and love, yeah. why not? Why not? And uh, I saw uh, a bit of that just last night. Jared Walsh. Uh, SEN's very own is going to be running that very well. His goal in life is just to hook people up. Like Greg Evans. Used to <laughs> yeah. be on the, uh, <laughs> on the perfect match back yeah, in the yeah. 1980s when I was a young fella growing up. But no, it, it is a great game day experience yeah. with all serious. The weather looks set fair. It's uh, a little bit overcast at the moment, but as you pointed out, it's going to yeah. clear a little bit later on. So should be an absolutely uh, ripping game. All right, Norts, let's get stuck into it. Obviously, it's been a big build-up um, and probably been a little bit underwhelming in terms of some of the performances uh, the, the team has put out in the pre-season so far. But we all know practice matches aren't the real deal and it's a time to get some of those teething uh, things sorted out. But obviously, a big game against Brisbane, who are, who are tipped to going to be uh, a contender again this year. How has the, the build-up been in the last couple of weeks? Uh, and and are the boys ready to go today? Look, it's a, it's a good point about uh, the, the, the pre-season. I think, as you would mm. know, Bryce and Tom, you take the pre-season as a, as a whole. There's no doubt that Fremantle game was, was uh, far from perfect for us. And mm. it was the... It was the one televised game, I guess, that came back from Perth to, to the audience where everyone could review it. But our coaches have had 12 to 13 weeks of pre-season uh, education, um, information to be able to review, and they are, they are really confident that this team is set to go. You look at the list, how healthy we are. I know mm. we'll speak about Travis Spoke shortly, but he's the only player missing off the, uh, off the list. So healthy list, really well-conditioned. 
And since that disappointing game against Fremantle, the, the group's had 10 days to work on ironing out a few of those things that they need to get right. So um, from a, uh, a pre-season perspective, the club's very comfortable that we're in a really good position heading into round one and, and, and most importantly, well-conditioned and very healthy. Yeah, you always take the preseason with a grain of salt. Now, how can Port uh, beat Brisbane, Bryce? This is what interests me. Obviously, the momentum is big and defensive pressure. Um, the, I reckon the midfield has to break even with Bri- Brisbane's to give uh, your dangerous forwards thoughts. Um, we've got Rioli. We've got Dixon, Georgiatis, Marshall, Marshall, Pow Pepper, Fantasia. That's a incredible forward line if you guys can get enough chances. If you look at the mix of the forward line compared to round one last year, we've added three new names in. You remember Charlie wasn't in until round 11 last year with Mm. that ankle injury. So out of the six forward line players, we've got three new additions from round one last year. Rioli, Fantasia, and and of course Dixon. Fantasia's like a new recruit. So we think the forward line mix is, is uh, albeit we're missing Robbie Gray, of course, and yeah. it's really hard to <laughs> replace the great men, but yeah. our forward line mix uh, you know, will leave us in, in really good stead moving forward and, and, and assist us with that transition inside 50. We, we, we feel that we need to improve it. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the area for mine, Tommy. Mm. It has been Port's ability to, to connect through that centre forward area. Um, you, you want to be getting it into the hands of Connor Rosie, who can deliver the ball so well inside 50. Um, Kane Farrell as well, a lovely kick of the ball. So uh, certainly an area that Port can improve and can hurt um, mm. Brisbane's defence. I think they're a little bit undermanned down in that defence and mm. Port will be wanting to uh, sort of you know, really hurt him in that space. Uh, you did mention Travis Boak. Uh, how's he feeling? Obviously he hasn't quite come up and, and we know ribs can be uh, a tough one because it's probably he probably feels it right. It's just dealing with the pain, I suppose. Uh, how is he, and uh, is he not far from uh, from playing? Yeah, we all saw the incident three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Govan sort of colliding with with Travis in that in that trial game over in Perth, and you know at the time the testing sort of and and the. Um, I guess the imaging suggested that he had bruising around the ribs and, and, and the lung area, but we had him retested again during the week, and there's a, there's a rib fracture there, Bryce, which is, um, which is, which is sore, obviously, and inconvenient for him at this very point yeah. in time. So um, we don't know when he returned. Where Ken spoke yesterday and, and said, hopefully it's just a short-termer. Um, naturally, for anyone, I haven't had them, but I've, I've, apparently when you have a, a rib fracture and you, and you sneeze or you roll over in bed, whatever it might be, it's very, very painful. So, you know, um, Travis will be uh, managed over the next few days and, and yeah. hopefully with a view of returning in the short term um, as soon as next week, if possible. No, it's on Bokey. Um, he's got an incredible underwear line called Roger's Underwear. And, he does. Uh, and he g- gave me several pairs this a couple of years ago and they are still the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. But have you have you worn a pair of Bokey's underwear? Norris? No, I, I haven't worn a pair of Rogers underwear. No, 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 I haven't. I don't know how you. How did you get a free batch? Well, I, here back in a, another world, another life, uh, at another FM radio station, uh, right. Bo, Bokey was our uh, weekly guest. Yes. And uh, one day he just came in with uh, several packets of underwear for me right, and okay. um, gave them to me and, and they happened to be the right size and everything. And <laughs> there's something about the cotton and... Um, the fabric. Uh, the fabric. I don't know if Good it's... Breathable. Thread. Good thread count. Breathable, yeah. It's just so silky and smooth and they, they just feel nice, Bryce. Are you a boxer man or a, a more of a brief? Well, that's the thing is usually I am a boxer man because um, I, like, I like the freedom but this felt like the boys got a home. 
Um, and <laughs> the uh, the comfort was just un- unbelievable. So I have to thoroughly recommend Trav Boak's uh, underwear line, uh, Roger's underwear, a dedication to his dad, uh, are incredible. Yeah, he's, he's certainly got some um, wonderful interest outside of the game too. I mean, there's, you've got the Rogers underwear line. But what he does in, in other areas where he's trying to better himself as a person and help others, of course, Bryce through the Child of yeah. Cancer Association, the work he does there. You know, he's got a, uh, a personal partnership with Red Bull. Travis has got things going on in his life everywhere. So um, he's got plenty to look forward to, no doubt about that. He's almost the perfect man, the perfect uh, bachelor. I'm not sure how his love life is going right now, um, but he would be uh, a man in demand. Noughts, thank you so much for joining us. You're officially a friend. Part of the family? Part of the family. Or well, just a friend? Friend of the show. Okay. Part of the family, part of our inner sanctum, and, and we get you on because you're part of Port Adelaide's inner sanctum. We're going to nickname you the mole going forwards, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Can I just say one last time, thanks to all the Port Adelaide supporters who have supported the club with uh, their membership this year. I'm not sure if you saw it at the club yesterday. There was yeah. several hundred people buying their prison bar goonsies leading into the showdown in a couple of weeks' time in round three. So it's all it's all go. We're expecting a really big crowd today and, and, and hopefully a very positive result at Adelaide Oval. So uh, thanks to all the Port Adelaide supporters. Exactly <laughs> right. Thank you very much. Was that you, Tom? <laughs> yeah, just, I just uh, magically made... No, that's our uh, lovely producer, Jace. He's uh, got that one at the ready at all times, Norts. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Thanks, Bryson. And thanks, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, t- <laughs> Thank you, Jace. It's 10-12 right now. We've got to get to a break, but still plenty to come. Top of 29 degrees. Lovely day ahead for Adelaide. We'll be back very soon. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning. Welcome along to you Saturday. We're coming to you from Harbour Town. Uh, our very special friends at Harbour Town. We're down the southern end. Still time to come and visit. Bryce Gibbs is giving away free hugs. If you come within five metres of our tent, he will uh, get up and give you a hug. We're here for our friends at City Discount Tyres. City Discount Tyres, SUV, tyre sale, tyre deals on now. And Audi Solitaire. And the Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. Visit Audi Solitaire com.au Gibbsy, it's a big round. Almost, well, every single game has intrigue and looking very close. And it's an interesting situation for Jason Hall Francis walking out uh, later today for, for a new club. Can you speak to that and how, how that sort of feels going out when you've just switched clubs? Uh, yeah, well, we saw Jason finally uh, have his first <laughs> interview. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to get him on our show, yes. uh, first and foremost, but uh, somehow Kane Corns uh, over, overwrote that one. But uh, here's what Jason had to say about dealing with some of the hate that he might face, especially yeah. from the North Melbourne supporters throughout uh, the year. Yep. It's impossible to hide from that. Um, I guess hate, you know, there's a lot of things. I try to surround myself with the best people I can, you know. My, my family and friends, they're the best people I've got in my life and, and just try to surround myself and do things that make me happy. I'm very lucky that I've got a good friend group that, that when, I'm, when I'm with them, we don't have to talk about footy or anything like that, so that really helps. And, and I've got a um, you know, lovely girlfriend as well that she, she really helps get, keep me grounded and, and you know, my family and, you know, especially my dad um, really helps keep me grounded and keep me... You know, focus on what I need to do week in, week out. Sounds like he's got a very good support system around him. Yeah, and knowing Jace, he, he'll take all that external noise with yeah. a grain of salt. That 
stuff doesn't bother him yeah. one bit. So he'll uh, he'll be fine with it. Did you cop a bit when you uh, first departed Carlton and uh, came to the tricolours? When it was sort of announced initially, a lot of the... The, it was a lot of support initially, yeah. but um, you know, certainly game day, there was a, yeah. a heap of boos when I played uh, against Carlton for the first time in Melbourne, which, again, it's all yeah. part and parcel. It's, I certainly expected it uh, and, and quite enjoyed it, actually. So <laughs> it, uh, it actually makes you play a little bit better. Yeah, mind you, I think they've moved past that now. Like, uh, I was, I'm not sure if you ever look in the comments section, there was Carlton when they, when they said, Bryce Gibbs is back to visit the club and you were touring the facilities, the amount of love in their comments section. They really uh, did love and respect you, Gibber. Uh, now, it's a big round coming up. We've got some incredible games being played. Uh, even, even North Melbourne against the West Coast Eagles. That's going to be a tight one. Yeah, it certainly is. And this whole go? round, Tom, yeah. can go either way. Any team can win with these matchups that we've got. So you've just mentioned North Melbourne and West Coast. I've, I reckon West Coast. I reckon yeah. they've still got a lot of quality, a lot of talent on that list. And we all know the, the, the horrible year they had last year for a number of different reasons. But uh, they, don't, they don't travel as well uh, as we know. But uh, I think West Coast can win this game. Yep. Uh, me you? too. I, I think West Coast, yeah, for, for experience. It's a fascination for Clarko's first up game. He's, he's really playing the role of the teacher there. Uh, Port Adelaide v Brisbane. I've got uh, Brisbane just scraping over the line there. Yep, I've got Brisbane to come out and make a statement today. Yep. Uh, Melbourne v the Bulldogs. I, I think Melbourne just look red hot. They look mean. Oh, they look lean. They do. And... They were another team I thought were going to come out and make a statement today. But just with the injuries they've got, they lose Stephen May, who mm. is so crucial to yeah. their side. And the Bulldogs being so tall up forward this year, if uh, if the Bulldogs are marking the ball in their forward line, I think the Bulldogs – I might flip my tip here. and yeah. might, okay. I think the Bulldogs can get it done. Interesting. Yeah, that, that point of difference with all the tools that the Doggies have got this year is really going to be intriguing to see how that plays out, how they stretch sides. Uh, the Gold Coast Suns – are playing Sydney up on the Gold Coast, so they're, they're definitely a chance, but I've probably got Sydney getting them. Yeah, Gold Coast uh, will have a crack, there's no doubt about that, but I think Sydney have just got a little bit more polish and will get it done. Yep. Crows, uh, Giants v Crows up at Giants Stadium. Giants are favourite with the bookies, uh, gamble responsibly, of course, but I'm tipping the Now, this is just purely objectively, I'm tipping Adelaide. Of course I think. it is. <laughs> I'm tipping Adelaide uh, to be more, I don't know, gutsy. They're going to they're stick with them the whole time. I think they've got a chance, Adelaide. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Giants. Uh, we all know Adelaide have had a, a, pretty, a pretty good pre-season in terms of their performance mm. and output, but... I probably won't tip them until I see it in uh, in the real stuff. So yeah. hopefully they can prove me wrong today and have it put in a good performance tomorrow, sorry. Um, but uh, until then, I'm going to tip the Giants. Yep. Uh, Hawks v Essendon. Interestingly, the odds are quite close for this game, but I would have thought Essendon are absolutely going to come away with it. Well, they've had a couple of injuries. That's why Tommy oh, okay. Peter uh, dislocated him. his shoulder during the week, uh, who won their best and fairest, I think, last yeah. year. So it's a, a pretty significant out for Essendon. Uh, you would think uh, they still have enough class uh, and enough uh, game winners in their team to, to yeah. beat a depleted Hawthorne, a young Hawthorne, who are going to have a crack. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But uh, I reckon 
the uh, the Bombers will win this one. Yeah, Hawks, uh, my, my choice for the wooden spoon this year. And then finally, we've got St Kilda against Frio. It's the Ross Lyon Lovathon, where his two former sides, uh, well, now he's back at St Kilda, uh, intriguing against Saints, uh, sort of outsiders here. Yeah, this is my guarantee okay. tip for the week. Yeah. Uh, comes in the last game, Twilight Sunday time slot. The Dockers will beat the Saints. Yeah, I've got the Dockers as well. The Dockers, for me, are going to be right up there again this year. In the eight, uh, there, there's obviously the Collingwoods and Geelongs, but Frio for mine are, are going to play well this year. Uh, we've got to get to a break before we close things off with a couple more intriguing things I want to touch on, actually, Bryce. Um, we are coming to you for Solitaire, Audi Solitaire. The Audi Q5 is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury SUV. We're at Harbour Town. Good morning, it's 1024. <laughs> City discount tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. It's been a lovely day, lovely morning indeed, down at Harbour Town, our good friends uh, down the southern end, and it's actually buzzing, Gibbsy. Yeah, the people are starting to roll in in masses, as they usually do on, uh, on a weekend down here at Harbour Town. Plenty of bargains, oh, plenty yeah. of discounts uh, up for grabs, so why wouldn't you come down here? Absolutely. As I was saying earlier, if you're a man and you don't know how to wear or buy pants come to harbour town they're very supportive and they help you choose the right ones and what you can do as well tommy if you come down today the audi q5 will be yeah. is just sitting out the front of where we're broadcasting down the southern end and it's going to be staying here all day yeah uh, it is regarded for its popularity as a mid-sized luxury suv unit Tommy, so come down and check that out as well. Now you're down at uh, the Ponderosa for a bit of that, but then later you're covering the Port Brisbane game. Yes, it's going to be a big day of footy today, but uh, yeah, last trial game for the Panthers against Central, so yep. hopefully we can put in a good performance there. Then yeah, heading to Adelaide Oval to uh, call the game. Cool. Tune in across uh, the whole weekend. SCN has got your footy covered. We have got every single game live on the SCN app. It's been good to be with you. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, Bryce. Goodbye, Tom.